Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Get you some! What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. Uh, I'm Zach. And I'm Johnny. Uh, I forgot my name for a second. Uh, well, you know, it happens. You're a busy guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I mean, I was how often up. do you really use your name? I mean, every now and then. Every now and again. Every, every day. I, I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little tired uh, today because um, I... Well, I didn't. I don't want you to think I was staying up all night waiting for you, but I was staying up all night waiting for you. Oh man, I totally knew that was going to come. <laughs> uh, I I really need to do a better job at keeping things in my calendar or referring to my calendar. I'm bad about that too. So it's like, yeah, Zach, let's record Saturday night. I'm free. I also told my other buddy that I was going to play video games with him Saturday night. <laughs> And then Saturday afternoon, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to this little hockey game thing. Yeah, little, tur- little hockey game. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was an NHL game. Um, but continuing the, the weekly tradition of Battle of Alberta, Edmonton Oilers were in town playing Flames, and Allie and I try and always go to those games. Um, and I actually got these tickets from uh, a charity hockey tournament that I played in and won a live auction. Which was on my bucket list of things to do. That's um, uh, that's one of the most Canadian things I've ever heard of, Johnny. <laughs> a charity hockey tournament where <laughs> one of the live auctions were hockey tickets that I bought. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's why you know you stayed up all night because that game started at eight p.m., which is nine p.m. your time, and they typically sure. last three hours. And sure, and then and traffic then, and yeah, yeah. You you uh, we were talking well you sent me a message i actually wasn't up waiting on you i don't want you to i, oh, I was okay. actually I, I fell asleep but i set an alarm for for twelve fifteen or something like that because you were like oh like eleven thirty my time and then i texted you and you're like uh stuck in traffic i was like oh okay well, of course man traffic <laughs> home was it was a cluster um, is is Canadian traffic, um, is it like the best traffic? Is it like the nicest traffic? No. It's not, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think people get shot on a regular basis like they do in the U.S. Um, happens every day, man. But I, I don't know. I've seen some weird things. When, when we were coming back, we were stopped by this like casino slash nightclub. And there were two separate fights happening within like 50 <laughs> yards of each other. <laughs> So like we're waiting at this light and then I just see like security and police like rush these two guys and like pin them to the ground and I'm like, oh shit, Jesus. that's pretty crazy. Um, and then we literally pull up like 15 more feet and like just a little bit down the, the block I can see like these two girls like just face to face just like ready to throw. And I was like, guys, everyone just needs to calm down. I know your hockey team lost tonight, but like no reason to escalate it to that point. I know that's the, that's one thing that I've never understood is like um like after like any kind of sporting event like rioting or like people getting into like arguments or like fights it's like it's like at the end of the day like you weren't playing 
the game. No. You know what I'm the, saying? The best part was all of those people were all wearing Calgary Flames jerseys. Like, they were on the same side. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, I don't get it. Um, it's I mean, not that, a good look. Those two teams have, like, a, a pretty deep history. Obviously, they're three hours apart in the same province. And um, there's pretty good rivalry there. And when we were at the game, we were we got pretty decent seats. Um and there was another group of Oilers fans that were very vocal, um, and 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 not like to the point where it wasn't even like class anymore. Like they were like nitpicking fights with Flames fans in in the stands, right? And <laughs> so when the game's over, so the Oilers won, but they almost blew it, which was why my voice was so is so cracky because I was screaming my face off at them, um, which is also very Canadian. <laughs> yes, <laughs> getting so Canadian. many Canadian points right now. Um, <laughs> So we're getting ready to like walk down the rows like you would at any other sporting event. And Allie just kind of grabs me. She's like, let those guys get like further ahead because, you know, we don't want to be associated with them because they're probably going to get into a fight tonight. So we waited, let them like go down and then we're walking and there's another group of Oilers fans that were sitting like a couple rows above us. And they like, like, hey, aren't you with those guys? And I was like, God, no, don't want to be associated. And they're like, yeah, us either. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they were not like, like the fans that you want like that you'd be proud of no no and every i think every sport every sports team has um has that group of fans that takes things a little too far like we went gosh it was i think it was 2014 um the packers were in town in kansas city and if, me being a packers fan um i was like yeah let's you know let's go and my my uh stepdad he uh he's a Packers fan and my sister's a Packers fan and my mom of course now is a Packers fan even though she doesn't really I don't think she really cares but we all went to the game and then after the game there's like Chiefs fans that were like talking shit just because like we came into Kansas City the Packers I shouldn't say we I always say we like I'm like the starting center or something like that like <laughs> I like, like that a, you went you went to being a center. Like, <laughs> hello, my name is Zach, and I want to be the biggest guy on the field. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. Like, I'd, I'd be, I'd be a, like, if we're being honest, I'm either a safety or I'm a, uh, or I'm a receiver. Like, just my stature. Yeah, you're you know, a tall, lanky, lanky receiver. Yeah. Um, although I've never played football uh, on the team. But, um we after the game like we came into the packers came in i gotta stop saying we the packers came into the game like undefeated mm-hmm. like it was like we were like 13 and 0 or something like that and then came into kansas city and got just just demolished i don't even know how it happened but it was my first packers game ever going to mm. and and they got beat like handily and then after the game there's like some Chiefs fans that were talking shit, and it's just like, oh, classy guys, just like yeah. s- super classy. Like, so, so would you say that's the moment that you decided to be a Vikings fan? <laughs> hey, man, because because purple looks really good on you. I'm just saying. Hey, thanks, dude. You know, I'm I I don't hate the Vikings. Isn't I, that I, isn't that like impossible if you're in the same <laughs> same division? No, you know, I think. I think some people take it a little too far. Like, um, my wife's best friend's mom is a Packers fan. And, like, we went over over the summer, we went there 
<clears throat> went to Chicago. She lives in Chicago, and she's a Packers fan, which is weird, but we went there, and she was playing, like, the little checkers. She had, like, a little football, like a Packers checkers game, mm-hmm. Packers and Bear, Bears checkers game, and um, my daughter chose the Packers pieces, and then she had to put on a plastic, like, a rubber glove in order to play. Like, she didn't want to touch the Bears Little the little bear's helmets when she's that's, playing checkers. That's like next level. That's next level. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not at that point. So like, I can, you know, I can deal with the other teams. I won't cheer for the other teams, but I don't like hate them. You know? Yeah, I, I think because I've lived in, I mean, three different Canadian cities at this point, plus in the states. That like mm-hmm. I, I mean, Oilers are my team, and they always will be. Mm-hmm. But I will always cheer for the home team with the city that I'm living in, as long as they're not playing with the Oilers. You yeah. Know? So, like, I go to Flames games and I cheer for them and I want them to do well, even though they're, like, the biggest rivalry for my hometown team. But, I don't know. I just think it's one of those things that, you're like, you're, if you live in that city, I don't sure. know, you can kind of not even jump on the bandwagon, but just yeah. be supportive Earlier and enjoy we- yourself. I don't know. Have a good time at a game. Yeah, earlier this year, the Chiefs were just on a roll. Like, they beat, like, the Patriots. Yeah. They were beating all, they were beating all these teams, and they were red hot. And then, some, I don't know what happened. But they have since fallen off. I know, I've been rocking their defense. Yeah, and it still looks like they're going to be, they're going to make, they're win the, um, they're still going to win the division. But, I mean, it's the AFC West, you know, it's not... Is you know whatever who cares you know, but um, but yeah so I I was I was supporting them and I don't go to like Chiefs games and stuff just because you know don't want to spend the money, but um, but I'll still cheer for them and stuff and and like you said it's sort of like one of those things like unless the Packers are in town you know uh, mm-hmm. I'm okay with supporting them plus they're AFC so it doesn't like it doesn't affect me one way or another. Um, I have, there is a, uh, a hockey team in town. Did you know this in independence? It's not obviously NHL no. or anything like that, but, um, they're the Mavericks. That's exciting. So, Do you guys go yeah. see those games? Yeah, I, I, we've been a few times They're and they're pretty fun to watch. Um, I forget what league they are in. Let's see here. Ooh, typing. Um, Those good old mechanical keyboards. Just a regular old keyboard. Just a clunky old keyboard, eh? Just a just a clunker of a keyboard. Um, <laughs> it's the Kansas City Mavericks. Let's see here. They're probably a farm team for someone, I assume. Yeah. Uh, the ECHL. ECHL. I can't say I've heard of that. Let me see here. I mean, there are a lot of different leagues. Yeah. It's probably it's probably like ten bucks to go to a game. It's yeah, it's not expensive at all. Um It's like here. one of those things where they people say like went to a fight and a hockey game broke out. <laughs> yeah. This... Which they're they're actually really cracking down on in hockey and I understand it, but I also it really makes me sad. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm always like, oh that that's what sort of separates hockey from everything else. Like, cause you can just they can just duke it out on the on the ice, you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody like in the uh 
if a fight broke out in the NFL, like the whole team's jumping in, the refs are jumping in, and people, people are, are suspended, and yeah, that just doesn't happen in in hockey that I know of. But so that's something that they're trying to do is crack down on that. Yeah, I mean, it's still allowed, but the refs are just are less willing to let let guys go. You know, yeah, they try and break it up pretty quick, and I don't know. That's interesting. How do you feel about fighting in hockey? Like. As not being a hockey fan, as kind of like an out, outside observer. I yeah. mean, obviously, have seen games before, but yeah. What I, are your thoughts? My thoughts on uh, fighting in hockey. Like I said, it's just I think it's one of those things that sort of just differentiates hockey from the other sports. So it's like obviously all the other sports aren't played on ice, but like you know, as somebody who doesn't really follow hockey closely. I sort of uh, relate it to like sort of like a, a soccer, but on ice. You know what I'm saying? And I know that it, that probably doesn't make much sense to you, but but you know, I don't know. Like, I think fighting in hockey is is fine. You know, from a complete outside perspective, you know, just let them punch it out because they all everybody gets it figured out at the end. You know, and they're like hugging it out. Like I've even seen fights before where like. People are throwing punches or whatever. At the end of it, they just hug. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. Like good, I mean, you have like a brother. Punches. Yeah. How many times did you guys just, you know, something gets to a point and you duke it out and you're like, okay, I got that out of my system. You know, like it. Yeah, it happens. I mean, that's totally times. such a guy thing, and I get that. Like, growing up with, you know, like my childhood best friends, like we've definitely, like, you know gone to fisticuffs numerous times when we were sure. younger i mean obviously not now it's an argument it, or something or somebody's being a, a dickhead or something like that especially playing hockey like the god this is so canadian but like the fist fights that would happen over just street hockey like not <laughs> like a casual pickup game of street hockey is <laughs> yeah and like oh man but then after, you, you know, you do it, you get through it, and then you're like, all right, cool. Yeah. I feel like we, like I would have arguments and like little scuffles playing basketball and whatnot when I was growing up, but like um, probably not as extreme as any kind of like street hockey or anything like that. But <laughs> I, I remember vividly probably when I was like 14, my my best best friend, like I've known him since I was nine, he was he was playing goalie and I, I scored, like I deked him out and I was being kind of a chirpy asshole. Wait, hold on. What you did? What to him? I deked him out. I won't ask what that means. That sounds really <laughs> disgusting, but go ahead. No, you don't know what a deke is? No, man, but it sounds it's like, uh, like, I don't know. You know, like imagine a hockey player going on a breakaway and he like stick handles around the goalie and scores. Oh, okay. Like around That's, the back of the net. No, not like necessarily. That's called a wraparound. Okay. But just like, here's the net. Like a juke? Yeah, like a juke, but you like stick handle. It's called a deke. You deke oh, them okay. out. Okay. And I don't know. I think it was like, to, we had like actually a neighborhood Stanley Cup that we would play for. Um, there's <laughs> yeah. some sick rivalries on that. You thing. like pieced together. It was like made of popsicle sticks and like. Well, it started off as something kind of janky like that, but then. Uh, my one buddy bought one off of like an inflatable one off the internet 
<laughs> and it became quite the uh, the sought after trophy. That's awesome. Anyways, so we had a tournament, and I deked him out, and we won that game. And I was just like, "What?" And like, whatever, like just beaking him. And uh, he just <laughs> wait. Like, so you deked him? You beaked him? I deked him, beaked him, and then I beat him, um, which unfortunately doesn't quite rhyme as well as I'd love it to. But uh, yeah, I vividly remember him dropping his glove hand. So, like, his glove was off, and he grabs me by the collar, and he just starts feeding me shots while wearing his blocker. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, man. That's great. Um, Yeah, I don't think... uh, I don't think I can compete with that story. Um, (laughs) But but I know that... uh, I don't know. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. But... I don't know. A bunch of people got hurt playing, d- doing stupid things. When you're kids, you know, of course, you just get hurt all the time. Every day you got a new bruise or some oh new injury God. or something like that. So, I, I mean, we were kind of growing up around, like, the peak of, of Jackass, right? Sure, so yeah. So that... you like shopping carts and all that stuff. <laughs> um, so we, we invented this sport. I call it a sport very loosely, obviously. Um, that we called to uh, snow jumping. Snow jumping. And, yeah, and because we live in Canada and we would get a lot of snow. Uh-huh. Um, they, and then, like, streets would plow it or people would shovel it, so there would be, like, huge snow banks on the side of people's driveways, like, maybe four or five, six feet. Sure. So we would, like, start just by jumping into them, and then we would be, like, jumping off of things into them. Yeah. And then eventually, eventually it progressed to us, like, sneakily climbing onto people's roofs and like jumping off the roof into the snow piles <laughs> um which which is awesome but uh it's very also very dangerous do. so then we're like okay well you know after a few people having some like near near death experiences slash getting banged up like, yeah we can do this a little bit safer sure it's like we have all this hockey equipment let's just put that on so we would put our hockey equipment on, helmets, shoulder pads, like everything, and then our winter jackets on, and we'd be running around and just like body checking each other off roofs into like these <laughs> snow piles. And it's, it's probably much more safe than what I was doing when when we were. I was big into wrestling, like professional, mm-hmm. like the you know. Yeah, I mean everyone WWF was again. or whatever. Yeah, um, you know Joe likes to say that he wasn't, and he gives me a hard time, um, but. You know, he probably was watching it and just not telling people, you know, anyway, sitting there um, quietly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, I was big into it. And so we, (laughs) we, uh, would, you know, we had a trampoline, um, over my house and also my Mm. friend, at my friend Larry's house. And we would be, uh. You know, just like uh, rock bottom, really, like a yeah. You know, just like doing like the power bombing your friends. <laughs> yeah, and it eventually got to the point where we would like uh, we moved the trampoline next to a tree, mm. and then we jumped from the trampoline up onto like a branch of the tree, <laughs> and then like we would use that as the turnbuckle, and then we would do like the big like frog splash or like the. That's the, amazing. The, the, what do they call it? The the Swanton Bomb or whatever. Uh, we we did that stuff. And then it got more extreme. And then we moved it next to the house. And then we were doing, like, stuff off the house. Which, yep. like, looking back to it, looking back at it, like, I've seen so many videos online of, like, people going through 
trampolines and just like completely wrecking themselves and uh and that that never happened luckily but uh but i I could have seen how it could have happened you know i mean i got i got pretty messed up doing something very similar um so in that group of friends that i had and he was kind of like the ringleader of some of those dumb things that we would do um (laughs) so he had a trampoline and he was a brother of four and he was the second second youngest we had two older brothers they were like three years and then like five years older than us. So we were probably 13 maybe. And his parents were, uh, were out of town. So they left his oldest, their oldest brother. Um, who was 18 at the time. He was like 18 at the time. So they had a party and Ian was like, you need to come over. My brothers are having a party. It's going to be awesome. I was like, all right, cool. We're like 13 year old boys. Like, yeah, cool. Whatever. So, we're outside, like jumping on the trampoline, doing whatever, and uh, it was next to their garage. They had a detached garage, and we used to jump off of the tramp off the garage onto the trampoline. Yeah, and then like you know, you get bigger height, and you do like a flip or whatever, just sure, go as yeah. high as you can. So in this party, um, <laughs> we're climbing. Everyone's like climbing off the up the fence onto the garage roof, jumping off the garage onto the trampoline. Yeah, and his brother Mark is on the trampoline. I'm like, Mark, don't double bounce me. Don't double bounce me. And he's like, don't worry. I won't. I won't. So I jump. And, he double bounced you. And I could see his face just light up. And I was just <laughs> like, oh, my God. So what I should have done was just landed feet first and, and let my knees, like, buckle and absorb the shock. Yeah. But my, my thought was, no, that's too scary. So I go to land on my butt. And he double bounces me. And I shoot back up. And because I was leaning back, so like the direction that I flew was back, and I landed on the garage roof, rolled down, and then fell off the garage roof onto the ground, <laughs> and was so messed up. Oh and, wow! And Ian like runs to me, and uh, Mark is like looking at me, and uh, I was just like, "What happened?" I was like, "Mark, you weren't supposed to double bounce me." Like just losing my mind, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not okay." And there's like all these like sixteen to like twenty year olds at this party, like looking at us. Uh, yeah, Gosh, good times. That's, yeah, that's embarrassing. Um, y- yeah, you still don't live that down every time you see him. No, you just you, you shoot you shoot Mark. Is that his name, Mark? Yeah, you shoot him some evil glances every time you see him. Motherfucker, double bouncing me. <laughs> We used to play this game too, Ian and I would be jumping on the trampoline and his brothers would come home and they would just like whip soccer balls at us like dodgeball while we're on the trampoline, (laughs) which sounds like really fun, except we didn't, we weren't willing participants in it. No. Yeah. you, you, You basically had to stay on the trampoline so that you could have some kind of advantage in dodging whatever was flying at you. Sure. Sure. I, um. I don't know that people ever, I'm sure we, we did the thing where you like throw a football or whatever and you got to try to like jump and like catch the football while you're on the trampoline, obviously all that stuff. But there was one time where I was like, Oh, you know what I'm going to do? We had like over my, a lot of these stories happened to my friend Larry's growing up cause he just lived down the road, mm-hmm. uh, which, which I'm going to shoot. I still haven't talked to him, but hopefully we can get him on the podcast. I think that'd be a pretty good one. Um, but we, we had his trampoline like he had a really big backyard so we had it like out in the middle of the backyard where there wasn't anything else Mm -hmm. um and 
and I was like, oh, I'm going to do a front flip off the trampoline. Like, I'm going to, I'm just going to, like, jump off the trampoline. I'm going to jump as high as I can. I'm going to do a front flip and just stick it, you know? Mm, you over-rotated, didn't you? No, under-rotated. And I, uh, I, for, you ever do, like, I don't know if you've ever done this, like, on a, on, like, a, a diving board or something where you, like, you're like, oh, I'm going to do, like, a double front flip. And then you just, like, freak out mid-front flip and you, like, don't rotate enough or, like, whatever. You're trying to bail, but it's too mm-hmm. late. Like, it just You're committed. Commit. I didn't, I did, well, that was a problem. I didn't commit to it. So I, I jumped off and I like started to do my, I started to do the flip and then I started like looking around and seeing like how high I was. And I was like, this is a bad idea. Yeah. I was like, no, don't do it. But it was already too late. I got at the apex of my jump. And so I started to flip, but I freaked out. And so I like came down and I landed on my head, but like, I think it was like, I was almost like it was like the back of my head because I remember like falling on my back, but hitting my head specifically, and um, and so I shook it off. Probably twenty minutes later, um, I tried it again, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm gonna do it this time." And then I actually, I actually stuck it the second time. Felt pretty good about it, but uh, but it was a. Uh, it was one of those stupid things you do as a kid and you're like, yeah, you know, looking back, probably, probably could have talked myself out of that and not done it, but it is what it is. Yeah. We used to do uh, a thing called suicide flips. Um, <laughs> it just sounds great. Just it's really, it sounds it. exactly. I mean, I'm going to use this sweet little bottle of Tristan as an example. So this is your head. Okay. And this is like the trampoline. So you're jumping up and down, like straight up and down. Yeah. And you'd jump and you'd half mm-hmm. rotate. Okay. And then you'd come right down and we'd say who could get as close as possible before they would tuck. And you would just oh, tuck your head sh- and land on your back. Yeah. And uh, Ian, so again, s- invented these because he, he's crazy. Um, so you're swan diving. Call us- you're swan yeah, diving. Swan, you just exactly. Gotta, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Swan dive with the as last minute tuck of your head so you just kind of land on your back. Gotcha. And... Uh, when we were first learning to do these, he was, he would, his mom's like kitchen window would like overlook the backyard. So she would see a lot of the dumb shit we're doing. So we would try and like tone it down and he'd be like, mom, 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 come look at my flip. It's really good. So she'd come outside and he'd like get as high as he could. And then he would just come like nose diving straight down into the trampoline and then tuck his head at the last minute. And she thought like he was going to break his neck and she's like losing her mind. Like, Hey, Ed, what are you doing? Like no more flips on the trampoline. <laughs> he would just he would just do that off of anything. Like just a fearless kid. I loved yeah. it. Did that ever go poorly? Um, I mean, we've had a lot of poor trampoline accidents. I don't. I think he's pretty good. Like he was pretty acrobatic in, in sure. doing his flips. Um, though I did see him once attempt. I think it was a triple backflip or double backflip. Yeah. And uh, he over rotated and smashed his head on like the the pole, like the circular pole that like surrounds the circumference of the trampoline. Oh man. It, it made probably the grossest noise. One of the grossest noises I've ever heard. Um, and, uh, he got up and was like, well, that sucks. Let's try it again. And I was like, no, (laughs) it was like a, like a sort of muffled, like thump or something. It, it sounded like a softball hitting an aluminum bat. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it did not. It did not sound good, and I was just no. like, "God damn it!" 
We also yeah. used to play this game called uh, Rodeo. And you would lay on your stomach, like, flat on the trampoline, and you'd, like, hold the mat, like, in between the springs. Uh-huh. And then, like, one or two guys would stand next to you, and they would bounce and try and, like, bounce you. And it was, like, how long could you hold on? And it'd get to the point where you'd be, like, perpendicular to the trampoline or, like, going over the side. Sure. But you were just, like, I need to hold on. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Just, just, I don't know where guy I... I don't know where boys think of these things. It's so dumb. Really but at the just, time, it yeah. was like, what do you want to do today? Like, I don't know. Do you want a rodeo? Like, yeah, sure. Let's rodeo. Yeah, yeah, let's rodeo. We were playing. Uh, I remember. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, Nick, my brother. Um, he he took a lot of uh, a lot of damage when he was growing up. I feel bad about it now. Did, I, is that why he became a wrestler? So he could defend himself from you guys? Probably that, may, that would make a lot of sense. He's actually really good. But um, one time I remember, I don't know why we chose Nick to be the person that was receiving the the, the damage on this one. But like, uh, this is obviously a terrible idea. But we were like, oh well, hey Nick, how about you hide behind a tree, and we'll just start throwing rocks at the tree, and uh. And like uh, you know, see how close you we can get to actually hitting you, but just dodge it, you know. Just dodge it. Yeah, and so I threw a rock, and he like uh, no, what did I had two rocks? So I threw the first rock, he dodged it, and then right after I threw the second one, he popped his head back out. So I sort of just imagined where he would be, and he popped mm-hmm. his head back out, and smacked him on the on the forehead, just dinged him, eh? Yeah, and he just started bleeding and stuff, and but you know, we were fine. Yeah, you just go inside, get a little little bit of paper towel, put it on there, it was all good. Hold up. Hey, let's talk about our sponsor today, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled, get your free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. It's free. Everybody likes free stuff. So jump in, feet first, uh, enjoy the, the, you know, actually the water's really nice over here at Audible. Um, So you should uh, check out this month's book for we are many this is book two of the babaverse it's by dennis taylor narrated by ray porter it's got a running time of eight hours and 58 minutes you don't have to pay attention to your co-workers at all at all you can just the entire day and even an hour after that get there early get there like 30 minutes early stay 30 minutes late guess what now you got a full nine hours where you haven't even looked at anybody. You're too busy doing data entry or freaking the Dewey Decimal System if you're still working in the library. Uh, but hey, who likes libraries? Because you got Audible. So um, the whole premise of this book, if you weren't around for the first go around, Bob is a guy, he died, uh, and he's been uh, made into artificial intelligence for a probe. Where we left off, he's floating out into space. Uh, he's apparently been cruising for 40 years. And they're looking for habitable planets for the human race to inhabit because the Earth has fallen into a nuclear winter of sorts. Um, of course, people out there trying to eradicate the rest of the human race because uh, they bad, you know? And I hope that uh, I hope that Bob really, you know... He really takes the reins and saves the human race. I have a feeling that it's all going to turn out fine, right? 
because everybody likes to survive. Anyway, head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Get your free 30-day trial on a free audiobook. I got somewhere to be, and that's back on the podcast with Johnny. I remember another, when I was growing up, and this is this is sort of embarrassing to say, but I was a, uh, I liked uh, rollerblading. That was my that was my jam. That's uh Like did you have like this like the skate park rollerblades or like No, I didn't even have the skate park rollerblades. I just had like my buddies had the skate park rollerblades with like the little pad to grind the rails and stuff yeah. like that. I didn't even have any of that stuff. So I just like I just wanted to hang out with with my buddies who were doing that. So I just had standard pair of rollerblades. <laughs> and um I remember one time they were like, "Oh, so and so's got a half pipe that they made that like them and them and uh their dad made in like their backyard and i was like oh okay i've never tried that before so i was like oh let's go give it a shot so we first of all this place is like quarter to a half mile away from well probably not even that or probably more than that probably like a full mile away from my house Mm -hmm. so we didn't you know back then you just sort of just went you know you didn't get a car ride you didn't do any of that nonsense you just roll got out rollerbladed across busy roads all that stuff we finally got i think at this point i was uh middle school i was yeah middle school age so you know 13 12 13 something like that and you know we rollerbladed out to this guy's house it was the jankiest looking half pipe i've ever seen in my life but uh, and it wasn't that tall, honestly. Like, I feel like I was taller than it, but maybe that's just my brain remembering this, and that might be wrong, and you'll find out why that might be wrong. So, <clears throat> I got up on the half pipe. I was getting ready to drop in. Remember, I'd never done this before. This is, like, brand new for me. So, I dropped in, and my feet came out from under me. Like, I went, mm. I dropped in, my feet came out from under me, and I went back and I smacked my head. And I'm pretty sure I got like a concussion or something like that. Because, yeah, probably. Because I don't recall the next two hours or so. Yeah, like that's that's called a concussion. Yeah, I'm, a I serious mean, I, one. I, yeah, it was probably pretty serious. But I, um, I, I, well, I don't. I I recall some stuff, but I don't. But like, apparently, rollerbladed all the way back home, and mm. I remember telling him like, "No, I'm okay." I remember saying that. No, nah, I'm all right. I'm good. And then I started going off, but it was like you don't very, remember my, getting home. <laughs> my my feet were very unsure. I remember I like I think I I rollerbladed by somebody I knew on the way home, and they were like talking to me, and I was like, oh hey, you know, or whatever. But I just I kept going, and then finally got home, and then I had homework I needed to do, so I started trying to do my homework, but the English language just looked like hieroglyphics. Like it was really weird. Like I've I been there. I can't really explain exactly how it how it was. But I, I know exactly how you feel because I had the same thing in 2012, getting a concussion in hockey, and I drove home. I think I, I remember you telling me about that. I, yeah, didn't remember driving home. Get home, drove to work the next day, and I'm like sitting in front of my computer trying to read emails, and I I knew like what the letters were, but I couldn't connect the meaning. Yeah. Dude, super and, scary. Yeah, it's a really weird feeling. So I, I can totally relate to that. And they say you're not supposed to fall asleep when you have a concussion. <laughs> but like, I was like, oh, God, I'm not feeling great. So I like, I just closed my book up. I was like, I'll take a little nap. I'll get up. And then... 15 do... hours later. <laughs> 
yeah, like four weeks later, I got up and did my homework. It was no, beautiful. No, but I, I think it was just a standard nap, I think. Who knows? But I got up and I could actually, it had enough time had passed where you my, brain was, my brain was sort of getting back to normal. I think I was still sort of out of sorts the rest of the day, but yeah, it was that was probably the, the uh, scariest moment of my young life. Matt, I give you props for uh, attempting to drop in, um, especially Scary. on rollerblades, because like... I mean, I, I grew up skateboarding, but most Canadians can rollerblade because we can skate, so we would play like rollerblade sure. hockey or whatever. But I would never attempt anything in a skate park on rollerblades. Um, but yeah, skateboarding, learning to drop in that was that was a very frustrating experience for sure. Yeah, because it's just you have to commit, right? Like you have to just at least on a skateboard, and I imagine it's pretty similar with rollerblades. Is you just have to lean so far forward. Yeah. And uh, if you're if you're not willing to do that, you're just falling backwards and smashing your head. So yeah, I you know I don't I don't know for certain, but you would think that on rollerblades it's similar, except that you don't have an axle connecting your feet. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like your feet can just move at separate angles or whatever. But at any like when you're dropping in, at some point you're only going to have four wheels on the ground, your front and your back, you know, and then the middle ones might not have the best grip on, on when you're dropping in. Yeah. Um, cause it's all in line, you know? So, um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was, I never went back there. <laughs> I never went back. It's I was like, probably no. a good decision. I was like, yeah, I think I'm good. I, I think I still did some rollerblading after that, but it was mostly just like jumping over things. Like mm. I would just get a, just get a lot of speed and then just jump like, I don't know, 20 feet or something like that, like off of a high, like over like a, a grassy hill or yeah. something to a, to a street below. I would do stuff like that, but. Which is still pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. Not, it wasn't bad. I, uh, I got pretty good at that. Um, I remember just wearing out wheels like it was my job, but that's, uh, that's not something I really admit to that often. So saying it on a, uh on a public forum such as a podcast is, is a new thing for me. So I was a fruit, I was a fruit booter as they, I was just going to say a fruit booter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember being, going to the skate park. It's like skaters and fruit booters and like BMXers. And it was like this weird, like, Oh, this is my group. You guys all suck. And it's like, no, this is my group. You guys all suck. And it's like, we're kind of all doing the same thing with a slightly different vehicle. Like, <laughs> yeah, we kind of all suck, honestly. If yeah. we're being honest here, man. You know what? You know what's even funnier is when I was growing up. I mean, scooters kind of became big when I was phasing out of skateboarding, and getting more into other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember like scooters, like that was like the low end of the totem pole. Like, yeah. for me growing up, it was like scooters rollerbladers and then like bmxers or skateboarders kind of at the top right for like the being cool right and uh and now like i don't know if you've looked at like where like professional scootering has come or gone no i haven't they're insane are they it's like the coolest mix between bmxing and skateboarding and rollerblading and uh yeah watch some youtube videos and the things that those kids can do now or, or adults even yeah, it's just like that is so cool. I mean, I would never be able to attempt or try it or even fathom how to do that. Um, but I'm like, yeah, you guys are probably like the coolest people at the skate park right now. Like, yeah. way to climb the ladder. Good job. And like, yeah. no one rollerblades anymore. 
that's you know that's what Drake was talking about when he said started from the bottom now we're here. He was he's he's a uh, he's a Canadian scooter. icon that guy. He likes he likes scooters and so he started at the bottom with the scooter people and now you know they're at the top. I think it was sort of looked at the same way when you know for for us in the states too. It was like oh you're you got a scooter <laughs> like okay and you need a skateboard with handlebars. Yeah. I remember I had obviously had a, 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 a like a road bike. It was like a hybrid, I think, mountain and road bike. But um, it got stolen. Um, I think late high school, somebody broke into our garage and took me and my dad's uh, uh, bikes. They were Schwinn's. They were super nice, um, and and that, that really sucked. But I didn't have a bike anymore. But I needed to get around somehow, and. I remember during, I think it was between freshman and sophomore year at Graceland over the summer. I was like, my car wasn't fixed yet. I didn't have any other means to get around. So, but I, there was a scooter, (laughs) there was a scooter in my, in my garage. And I was like, I need to, I need to go see my girlfriend or whatever. And so I, I literally like did a scooter like all, like, for miles like the longest <laughs> just scootering, scootering just the longest scootering session anybody's ever done were you and, hopping curbs and everything yeah dude i was flying i actually there was a a point where there wasn't a lot of traffic on the road and i actually got out on the road just so i you know have like a because they just recently asphalted and so i was like just oh, the okay. wind in your hair just you yeah, and the scooter and the open road me and the scooter and some hills luckily i didn't wipe out because that that could have been bad but I remember getting to because my girlfriend was at work, and I remember getting to work, getting to her work, and she was like, "Oh, how'd you get here?" I was like, "Oh, I took, I scooted over here," and then like she and like her friend just like laughed, <laughs> and I felt like I was like, "Oh, yeah, I probably deserve that," but I put know. so much effort to get here, and this is how you respond. <laughs> it's like shitty, um, but yeah. <laughs> It probably just looks so goofy because you know those scooters. Like unless you buy like I don't know what scooters are like nowadays. But this man, like, they have look- some sick pro ones that are like meant for like skate parks that yeah. look really cool. And I was like, man, I, I I would maybe consider rocking one of these. You know? Yeah, but like I don't know if they make them for tall people. Is what they I was make getting them for at. adults? Adult size scooters, yeah. See, because this one was just like a a regular, just like a like a kid size, not even like a like a small, but it's like a razor scooter. Yeah, I remember know? those very well. And so, like, I'm sure it looked goofy as shit, but like, I was like, the I'm six sure I had... foot four like dude like rocking this yeah. three foot tall scooter. Yeah, yeah, but this was like the summer where I was you know pushing carts and working like three jobs and like. I was doing P90X that summer and stuff, so I was actually looking good, but like, still probably mm. looked a little goofy Scooter out. Scooter mania, right there. Probably looked a little goofy, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's fun. Um, I had uh, to completely switch topics here. I don't know you. I don't know if you've been following along with the news. Uh, we got another. Uh, we got another sexual deviant in the news, Matt Lauer. <clears throat> I mean. I think people are all just pervs in general. I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm not justifying. Like, it's really shitty. Yeah. I, and it's good that, that like, people are coming forward and shedding light on it. But it, mm-hmm. at, at this point now, I'm just, like, not even surprised. 
Not even surprised, yeah. The thing that I saw, which sort of creeped me out, um, I'm going to read it. This It's this highlighted portion in this picture I have. Um, it's talking about um, talking about his office and stuff at, at, his, at the Today Show. Uh, it says his office was in a secluded space, and he had a button under his desk that allowed him to lock his door from the inside without getting up. That's... That's like next level creepy. Yeah, so he could like he could like invite, you know, people, girls, women into not girls, but like women into his as far as we know, not girls, but he could invite the women into his office and then just like they'd sit down and then he could just like like press a button without them even knowing it and it just locked his door, you know. Um and so nobody could like walk in and like witness him being a pervert, you know. Uh just really, really wild stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, me personally, I like I like to think the best of people and, and sort of give everybody the sort of benefit of the doubt. But it's like, with something like this, I don't know that... Uh, I don't know if there's any benefit of the doubt to be given, you know? No, yeah, that's just... That's just sleazy. Could you imagine, like, setting up your office, like, even talking to, a, like, a contractor, like, a construction person, like, yo... I want the secret button that locks the door. Yeah, but the way he probably put it was like, I'm lazy. I don't like getting up out of my chair and walking to my door and locking the door. So, like, sometimes I just want to, like, remotely lock my door. And, like, I should be able to do that. In his office? Yeah, in his office. While you're sitting in it? Like, I mean, I've never... I've closed the door in my office for whatever reason. I'm on the phone or I'm meeting someone or I need, like, like some quiet time. Sure. But never in my life have I been like, I'm in my office, you know what? I think I need to lock this. Yeah, well, it's because you're a good guy. Oh. oh, okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's that's what it is, Johnny. You're a good guy. You're not unwilling to... It's like some people are like just assholes, number one, and then number two, they're perverts. So like their pervert-asshole mixture is just perfect enough where they... Yeah. I think... they, they need it, obviously. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we we can't relate. Number one, I don't have an office. Number two, uh, we're not bad people, so we we couldn't we couldn't ever. Plus, we're not lazy. Like it was it's one thing. Like if I was like, Ugh, you know, like I'm having a private conversation, like that nobody ne- needs to necessarily walk in on. Like mm-hmm. you know, like hiring or firing or like even like a personal conversation with you know my wife or something like that. Like I, if I need space, like I could understand locking a door in that in that situation but yeah uh, to keep people out maybe yeah not to keep people in they yeah, never to keep people in. that's like the that's the part that's really like why yeah like if i walked into my boss's office and he was like all right have a seat and then he just pulled out a button and he pressed a button and it just locked his door i'd be like uh what the hell's going on how do i get out of here i'm breaking glass at that point you know <laughs> getting through yeah i'm getting out however i can this door cannot contain me. <laughs> yeah, I would say Hulk smash before I did it. And then... <laughs> Just beating on the door. Oh, man. Good I, uh, I had a question for you, knowing that you're smart with computers. How well, do I you... mean, let's define smart with computers first. Well, I mean, you know how to turn them off and on. Yep. Uh, so, okay, so I'm smart. Yep. <laughs> um, how do you feel about all this, like... AI stuff going on and 
do you feel like this Sophie robot thing is real? Like, I don't know. I keep seeing things and I should, again, probably do some more in-depth research. Yeah. Um, but I had a buddy who I was talking to and was like speaking quite passionately against like robot rights, basically, as if there was a group of people trying to, uh, to push that like robots will have rights cause they're still in, cause of intelligence, like artificial intelligence, obviously. But I think that's the main thing is it's artificial. So it's like, you know, nobody's getting pissed off that. I mean, some people probably do that. People use artificial sweeteners. It's like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think the whole point of it being like, since it's artificial intelligence, like it's been man-made, it's not natural they obviously don't shouldn't have rights like that's my thinking mind is like if if it if it somehow transcended into a i don't know i feel like there's a a fine line like if it was somehow transplanted into a human body Mm -hmm. you know like then i feel like we're having a different conversation maybe but so it's it's the body not the uh i think so and i i i don't know it's I don't think anything that's been manufactured if, by a person or by something else should have the same rights as an. What if they find a way to take your brain, download everything in it, and transfer it to a robot? Well, that's what I'm saying. Did it? If it came from a natural, if if it came from something natural, then I think those rights need to be transferred. But you could say that 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 artificial intelligence was did come from something natural because it was created by a human. Yeah. Like where do you draw that? Where do you draw that line? Like it's, it's a direct versus indirect thing. So if the intelligence came directly from a human, like it was me and my intelligence was transplanted into a, or was, was migrated over to a robot or to a robot brain. Yeah then I feel like that's different from something. Hey, can you just take the bag? Okay. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're obviously not, to our, our loyal listeners, not recording at our normal evening time. Um, <laughs> so we have my dogs running around and like, I don't know what they're doing, but I can hear them. And then, you know, Zach's kids. So yeah, I'm going to, uh, but but, in post, I will be removing all all mentions of my children and stuff like that. But but at least no one's eating this podcast. Nobody's eating. I have been drinking. <sighs> Me too. Um, but I've been I've been pretty quiet about it. Johnny's been blowing snot rockets every now and then. But like, I'm trying so really hard far to hide away. them. <laughs> He's leaning real far away from. You, you, you should see his wall behind him though. It's just covered it's with covered, boogers. It's just coated. I'm just. I really don't like that that purple tint tinge tint i don't know he likes the green the purple and green yeah mixture. well you know it's good it's a good combination it is a good combination um, yeah uh, so uh, have fun in post cleaning out my sniffly nose and my dogs and uh, your kids i feel like it's like obviously i've i've mentioned my kids on the podcast before but i don't want their voices on the podcast you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. anyway That's fair. so getting back to the um artificial intelligence uh stuff like if it's if it if it was my brain and it got migrated over to some, like a but it's not your brain it's just the data from your brain but that's what i'm saying it it originally came from a brain okay you know what i'm saying if it came from my brain 
and was migrated over to a server or uh, a hard drive or whatever, then, yeah, I think we're talking something different. But if it's just, like, a robot who learns over time because of algorithms that humans have created, it's a different conversation. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Do you think, do you think robots are going to take over the world? Are we going to have a real-life version of Terminator? I honestly don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, it. I think it could get to a point where robots are able to fix other robots. I think at that point, you know, or like... I mean, that's the whole point of robots, right? Is to make life easier for, for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I feel like they're... <laughs> They're always going to be sort of like in a state of servitude, you know. Yeah, but I, hope I don't. So. I don't foresee like what was what was that uh, what was that movie iRobot or whatever it was. Yeah, iRobot. Yeah, where they had like a set of principles they had to follow, like five different, but it always included like do not, not hurt harm- humans. Yeah, do not hurt humans. Yeah, so um, yeah, I feel like. Didn't this, like, is it Google or Facebook artificial intelligence robot basically say that, like, humans are not necessary or something, and that's what people are freaking out about? Probably did, but, I mean, it's probably true as well. Yeah, man, I don't, that's fair. I mean, as far as, like, the survival of the planet goes, humans don't have to be around, you know? I remember, seeing, I remember seeing a, um, I think it was just, like, a YouTube documentary. It was, like, after, or, like if humans left or something like that but it was like it showed like things that would oh happen. i remember that that was like on discovery channel or something yeah but it was like showing like how the world would progress without humans being there so like mm-hmm. three days after all the nuclear reactors would start overheating and you know have nuclear meltdown and then it, it went into like thousands of years and hundreds of thousands of years and like I think the last things that would, like, go away would be, um, I think they said, like, monuments or, like, uh, like the Eiffel Tower, like, metal, yeah. all me- metallic uh, structures um, would be, like, one of the last human things to go away. Hmm. But, so, hypothetically speaking, though all three are possibilities. Mm-hmm. Would you rather fight a war against robots, aliens, or zombies? Ooh. Um, see, that's the thing. Um, robots are sort of like almost... It, it depends on what, what type of robot we're talking about. Are we talking about robots that people have already created? Or are we talking about robots from 2,000 years in the future where they're able to fix themselves? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think we're not 2,000 years away from robots fixing themselves. I imagine we're probably within our life period. There's going to be, like, imagine the most advanced robot now, like that Honda robot house mm-hmm. cleaner thing that's, like, bipedal and, you know, has some functioning hands, but just strap yeah. some guns onto that. Yeah. There's one that looked like a, like a goat dog Brachiosaurus. I don't know if you've ever seen a goat dog brachiosaurus. Yeah, so it was like it, it its legs bent, all of the legs bent the same direction like a goat, and then um, it had you know it sort of looked like a dog the way it ran because it could like full sprint like 
20 miles an hour sprint yeah, or something so, like that. And so, then and then it's ne- it had a big it looked like a hand. It looked like Jim Henson was controlling the thing. And <laughs> but it was it was like unloading dishes from the dishwasher like with its mouth and like like picking things up and putting it like up high. That's why it had the really long neck. So it was almost like an arm, but it was its head. Interesting. So yeah. uh so yeah, I guess a modern day robots, zombies or aliens. Okay, if we're talking about modern, like, has already been created, I would probably choose the robots. Yeah, I think I would too. I'd probably choose the robots. Just because, like, I mean, you see the robots, like, that can run fast or whatever, but, I mean... A lot of them still struggle with chair, like, stairs. If, if, you, if you deke them good enough deke them. You know, that's then, right you gotta deke them <laughs> if you deke them good enough then they're you know they're gonna fall over or whatever i even saw one that was like it slipped on a banana peel it was like the most cartoonish thing ever like, like legitimately slipped on a banana peel it legitimately slipped on a banana peel but then it was able to like get itself back catch up. its balance yeah no not catch its balance it fell over but it was oh, able to pick itself up it was able to pick itself up hmm okay so i wonder what robots will be like in 50 years i mean on episode you know, seven hundred. We'll have this. Dis- we'll re- come back to this discussion, okay? And uh, and figure that out. It's four. That's, was it? That, that's way off. Yeah, fourteen so, years. Fourteen years of podcasting. If we get to episode seven hundred, if we're doing one a week, yeah, it's not bad, man. See, see where we're at. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think I think within fifty years we're gonna see some uh, some pretty significant. <clears throat> robotics changes i read a i read a short story like a bunch of years ago (laughs) Uh, is she building a house back there i don't know what she's doing back there um i read a short story that it was like robots were kind of like irobot functionality like as far as Mm -hmm. intelligence and like agility but yeah. they had like a human skin, so they looked like humans. Yeah, is and that the Sophie the the Sophie robot you're talking about? Kind of. I, I mean, this is a short story that I read like oh, six gotcha. years ago or something. Anyways, yeah. they were originally started, and I think it was like it's kind of weird. I don't know how I feel about admitting this, but it was like the idea behind these robots were branched off of like sex robots, but then they oh. became so smart that they were like they became like wives or husbands for people who were like lonely or, or widows or widowers. Um, sure. And they could like do like your taxes and manage your investments. So like these people were getting like making a buttload of money off of uh, off of robots because they're like, oh, I can read the market and then I can invest your money and fix your finances and and all this stuff. But then they started turning on people. Um, yeah. So uh, so I mean, I, I feel like that's what's going to happen is that you we're going to so? cr- we're going to create a companion robot and then. Because humans are all assholes, as we've previously discussed, yeah. the robot's going to be like, "Man, you're you're kind of a jerk. Uh, I'm just going to choke you out because <laughs> because I have far superior strength to you." Absolutely, yeah. I have a hydraulic press for an arm. So would that be like the the inverse of like how to protect ourselves from that? Like, why do I need to make a robot that can bench press three hundred pounds? Like, we have total control over that. Like, yeah. your robot, your max weight capacity is like. 50 pounds. Yeah, I'm sorry, sir. I cannot do that. Oh, okay. I'll call my buddy Jim, and he'll come over and help me move this 
this log yeah. or whatever, you know? Like like those robots, they'll be taking multiple trips to and from the car when it's grocery day. And I'm a one-trip guy. Like, the opposite of me, yeah. I'm I committed will, to that one trip. My arms could nearly be falling off, and I'm like, nope, I'm not coming back out here, especially in the winter, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like nah, I'm, uh, it's a one-trip thing for me. And... And I know you're probably not lugging around groceries in your car, so it's uh, it's probably a trip outside for you since your your wife can't park in the garage yet. <laughs> well, our garage is detached, so either way, it's a trip through, oh, gotcha. through the backyard or through the front, and it is closer coming from the front. So, uh, but yeah, we 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 take the groceries from the outside. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Um, do you have any other talking points, Johnny? No, I just wanted to pick your brain on that, knowing you're the IT guy of the group. Yeah, you know, I I feel like that's the main thing, is just to make humans' lives easier, but it could definitely... There's a fine line that you got to walk, just because, like we said, you know, they they have the capacity, I mean, if we make them that way, to be super strong, or to think logically 100% of the time. That's the thing about humans, is like, so much of the time, like, there's logic thinking, and then there's, like, Emotional. thinking... Yeah, emotional thinking as well. So it's like, you know, logic is usually going to win out. I'm going to get a robot that is it's like made to your specifications, and then <laughs> I'm going to replace get... me on the podcast. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, and then I'm going to get bunk beds and oh. make it sleep on the top bunk, and just every every night, like, hey Zach, hey Zach. Oh man, we had some we had some good times. We uh. What was that game we played? It was like you'd say a word, and then you had to put another word with it. So I would say like apple, and you'd say like apple jacks, and I would say like jack, jack stand. Yeah, jack, jack skeleton oh, yeah, that... or something like that. And you'd say skeleton key, and I'd say key uh, key west, and you'd say west coast. You know. Yeah, that was a fun game. You always no. beat me at that game though. Yeah, you gave up pretty easy. I think we played that maybe like 10 times, and you're like, all right, I'm never going to win. So <laughs> It's pointless. But we also didn't have a time limit. I feel like there should have been like a shot clock or something on it, you know? Like, if you can't answer within five seconds. <laughs> Wait, like half asleep, and then, I got it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be like on the on the cusp of just falling asleep, and it'd be like three in the morning, and I'd just scream it out. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny, Zach? That... I was I was at my parents' house and I don't know how this happened, but you had that like beige, like kind of feather blanket that year. Is that at your parents' house? It's at my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> I walked I walked into uh, their basement and they had like a bunch of blankets and I looked at it and I was like, "It's like that that, that yellowish blanket. yeah that yellowish orange one." Yeah, I think I gave that to you. I was like, "Nah, I don't even really want it." That's, That's so funny, weird. man. But yeah, it's still it's still alive. That thing was always poking me with with the quills popping out of the. Uh, yeah, I like I like feather blankets. They're nice and heavy. I like heavy blankets. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. I know they have like weighted blankets. I know. Like, I kind of want to. I kind of want to get one. Yeah, I don't know, man. I sort of like. Uh, I like having the option, just like. <laughs> I don't know, sort of like throwing a blanket off or whatever in the middle of the night. I don't I mean, want to have to like work too hard. Pounds. No, um, I'm going to get a blanket that weighs a ton and just on the sides and then, you know, there's no escape. You have no, to have your stuck. You have, you have to have your robot friend come in and help you. There you go. Um quick quick sleeping story about weights before we go. 
Um, I, that just brought me back to a time when I was younger and I was like, man, I need to find an easier way to work out. And, uh, oh, look at that. That's so beautiful. Oh, it's oh. Moana. Hey, go on. I'll see you in a minute. Um, and I was like, I need to find a way to maximize my time. And how can I work out easiestly, like in the easiest way? Um, and this was around the time when like ankle weights were becoming really popular. Like I was probably like 12 or 13. Like I was an idiot kid. And I was like, well, what if I just wore ankle weights and then went to sleep? Cause like you move around in your sleep, right? Yeah. And I was like, so like I'd be working out, but I'd be sleeping. It'd be no and problem. You, yeah. You've got restless leg syndrome too. So you're like I do, completely yeah. beat in the middle or in the morning. So, so I like stole all my mom's ankle weights and strapped on like three pairs on my legs and went to sleep and woke up the next morning and I like couldn't walk. Like my groin was pulled. Like oh, my Jesus. knees were like sore. Like I was just like, this was a horrible idea. <laughs> but then I was like, well, I guess I kind of got a pretty good workout, like a nice eight hour workout. Yeah. Yeah. So you just, you, you figured you would just do it consistently. Just like with any workout, it takes, it takes a little bit of time before you could, you get to the point where you're feeling strong, you know? Yeah, I, I don't recommend it. It was a bad decision. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, hey, Johnny, I'm out of talking points, and I think you are too. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right, you got, man. You got some, go spend some time with family. You can watch some football. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm having an amazing comeback in fantasy, and I'm now in third place, from literally from last place to third place, like seven straight wins. Congratulations, um, man. And I'm I'm actually playing Allie this week, and uh, it's it's going to be tight. But uh, basically, between me and Allie, and we have one other friend, it's like a, a battle between who's going to make the last two spots in playoffs. And uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be finishing third and be pretty happy. Um, but it's getting it's a heated rivalry in our house right now. So who's your starting quarterback? Uh, my starting quarterback right now is I've, I've flipped flopped around. I have Matt Ryan in, which it's not bad. He's, it's he's not bad. Mr. Consistent. And that's, that's what it was. Honestly, I started, I mean, I have Matt Stafford, but he was listed as questionable for today and he's playing Baltimore. So I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I had Ben Roethlisberger early in the season and they were not doing very well. So I, well, he had what was it? This, uh, well, they're eight and two or nine and two now. So it's like yeah, just, after his second game, I think he made a he made a quote like, "Oh, maybe I just don't have it anymore, or maybe I'm losing it." And then like he goes on to have like one of the best seasons. Yeah, it literally. I think he was getting like the first two games. He got like 15 points a week, and I was pissed. So I pitched him, and then like he had that that whatever, and then like 30 points a game. I was like, God yeah. damn it. I think Ben Roethlisberger is one of those quarterbacks. Like, it's sort of like how Eli Manning has gotten the shaft. You know, he, they're they're not starting him this week, which is it's going to end his his streak like two hundred some odd games starting. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're not going to start him to play Geno Smith, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like it's Geno Smith, you know. Yeah. Um, prototypical backup, but um, I don't know, like, uh, if you have somebody like Ben Roethlisberger, I feel like you should just always hold on to him, regardless of how he's doing, you know? You know, um, I, I had a bunch of injuries, though. Like, this has been a bad year in the NFL, I think, for injuries in general. So I've had to flip-flop a lot of players. And, and basically, my, my comeback happened to literally me just, like, scouring the best free agents in the league 
and just recycling them every week, just trying to pull the people who have the highest predictions of points. And it's paid off, so. Well, you know, uh, you got got the hot hand. Keep it going, man. I'm going to do my best. Make you proud. Go. Go, uh, go Packers, right? Yeah, go, yeah, Packers. go Packers. Yeah, yeah, not, not, not any of those other ones. Uh, <laughs> we got to win pretty much the rest of our games to get into the playoffs, but that's a different story. You guys, you guys week, got but... a tough, tough season. Well, but the next two games are winnable. It's the Buccaneers, which have the thirty-second ranked defense, and then the Browns. And then if if we can beat the Buccaneers and the Browns, which are two very winnable games if we don't beat the browns i'm going to be disappointed and ashamed but um after that aaron Rodgers could come back so we could get a wild card spot depending on how things shake out um but anyway we'll we'll end it off here uh thanks everybody for checking back in for uh another episode of jumbled it's been a fun one I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed as well. We are on iTunes. Please head over, rate, and review. We're on Google Play Music. We're on Player.fm, Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. All those things are over on our SoundCloud SoundCloud page. They're all linked there. Um, all of our social media is at Jumbled Podcast, or just search for Jumbled Podcast. We should show up. If you have any questions, uh, anything else, you can send it to us at jumbledpodcast at gmail.com. And... Uh, yeah, uh, thanks again to our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. And uh, it's been a good one, Johnny. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time out. I know you got a busy uh, busy you know week or half week up up ahead. So It's going to be good. Busy. I'm going to go fire up the smoker and uh, get some meat ready and uh, have a good good Sunday afternoon. And then you're gonna you're gonna get the meat ready, and then you're gonna cook whatever else you're cooking on the grill, right? Getting the meat you... ready. You're getting the meat ready. <laughs> yeah, yes. And then and then you're gonna cook something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prep that meat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast about what, Johnny? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely not one thing. Nailed it. <laughs>